Hi, everybody. Welcome to the George Mossy Show. Hope you guys had a chance to watch Before the 90 Days. We're on episode 8 of the season. Matt's here. What's up, Matt? Scotty. Scotty's here. Dory. Hi. Leanne is here. I see Kara. I don't know where Dee Dee's at. Kara's here though. Chris Picks, what's up? Hey, you DM me earlier. I got to um, answer. It's been a while. Hi. How are you? I'm good. How are you? I'm okay. I'm driving the struggle bus today. I'm not just riding on it. I'm driving it. Oh, yeah? <laughs> I mean, I've had a crazy day too. It's been, I don't know what it is lately. Like last Monday, I think was like my today. Yeah. It's been it's been rough, but I'm here. Gonna make the best of it. I'm drinking tea. I'm drinking not gonna tea. get drunk on this one. <laughs> I think I need I need all of my my senses today because everything's not going right. So yeah, I'm drinking coffee, but I should be drinking whiskey. <laughs> <laughs> right? No pineapple. You're not early. Donna's here. Hey Tracy. Hey little sis. Where's Miss Hi, everybody? I don't know where Dee Dee is. She told me that she was ready and waiting on me. I saw her on Twitter because she she tweeted me a couple minutes ago. So I think Dee Dee is still on Twitter. She's not here, but she's late to the party. So this episode, um, we did not get Cleo and Christian. So we're going to no. have to wait and see. But I think we got everybody else. Am I right? I think we did. Yeah. I think, think so. OK, OK, good. Because we got um, Amanda and Rosbon. Um, this episode, we didn't get them last week, so there's a lot I want to cover. I'm trying to wait on Dee Dee, but I don't know where she's at because I want to get into this. So I just Dee, if anybody sees Dee Dee, send her a message and tell her to get over here. I waiting on her. I just text her. Perfect, perfect. Because I I told her what time, but then I don't know. Maybe she's having a day like me. She's having a day. Oh, okay, okay. Yeah, we're, so we're I, hadn't, I hadn't talked to her. Well, she's on time, but I'm running late, and she was she was kind of running a little behind, but she's more on time than I am. Yes, yeah, but I, I have there you are so much. There you are, Dee Dee. I mean, I'm not gonna lie and say that I'm always on time. You know, you can call my employer and they will tell you much differently. I, so I'm not gonna sit here and lie and say that I'm always on time. That is not true. But I try definitely. to be here around the time that. We're supposed to be. Yeah. Dee Dee, join so we can get started. Yeah, what the heck? Yeah, there's She's so much. I'm 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 I've got a fire under my ass today. I know, right? I wanna get started. There's like a lot that I wanna cover, so I'm just like I don't wanna forget anything. I wanna just jump in. Like oh, I can't okay. swim, but I'm I'm like diving in. I'm like ah, diving. Ah, hey, <laughs> Yo, I am like struggling today. Oh, Ooh, I, I was driving the struggle bus, so welcome aboard. <sighs> y'all, I look a hot mess. Y'all just overlooked me today. I look, I look a hot mess. I am like, it's taking all I can to stay awake. Um, I, I was at the hospital all night with one of my guys. Um, got really, really sick. We were supposed to be there for like 
long enough for them to give him some IV fluids, and we sat there all night. So I'm running off pure adrenaline oh, today. Yes. Oh, wow. All right. So this episode, we're on episode number eight of the season, and I think I want to start with Rosvon and Amanda because they were twin they were trending on twitter tonight for uh, different reasons like rosvon said that her being on her period didn't scare him and i know a lot of guys are like that doesn't scare me you know i think that he's trying to have the relationship with amanda that she led him to believe they would have before she got there and i think that he's really confused at how she's kind of rejecting him she's kind of doing the gino to jasmine rejection to him like Anytime he puts forth any effort, she shuts him down and she's like, well, I'm not ready and I don't want you to come to the U.S. As though she's like the head of immigration now. She's telling people who can come to the U.S., yeah. who can't, and when it's a good time for her. When he, Because she was like, oh, she told her sister. He said he was going to come visit a week after I get back. I don't want that. And I'm like, well, last time I checked, you're not the head of immigration. If he applied for a visa before he met you and that visa gets approved, he can come to the U.S. You don't get to tell him when he can and can't go. Yeah. I think that she's looking for every possible way to end the relationship. When she gets on the plane to go back home to Louisiana, I believe she doesn't want to have any contact with him. That's just how I feel. Like, I feel like she's trying to make the best of it and lead him on. And then once she gets back to Louisiana, she's going to go still. Right? Do you feel like that? I don't, I don't know how I feel. I'm so pissed off. <laughs> I just... <laughs> she said in the beginning blah blah jason blah blah jason 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 i feel guilty jason 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 and then at the end she said talking to her friend i think i'm getting over the guilt like what are you doing shut the hell up she just she needs to go home go home i'm so pissed at her i've been pissed she's, at her from the beginning but she I'm shouldn't really be there no i agree like she shouldn't be there she's not ready and she's like oh well my kids aren't ready you're right. No one is ready for this situation. Her, her kids, everybody included. She's right. But for some reason, she's there and she's doing this and she's stringing this guy along and she's trying to blame it on him. She's just like, oh, well, you don't listen to me and you don't understand what I'm going through. But he does. If you weren't ready, you shouldn't have got on the plane and made that commitment. You're telling him I love you on video call after four months. He's under the impression that the relationship is actually progressing in that direction so when she gets there and she's like okay so somebody said to me on twitter they were like isn't it kind of rude that she told him she wouldn't wear the bathing suit but i want to chime in because buying gifts for women is almost like 100 percent always a miss i've learned that if even if you know a woman you've been with her a long time you're related to her she's related you go to work together whatever buying her a gift i always tell people put the receipt a gift receipt whatever in the package because you are not going to get this right and then when it comes to clothing shoes or purses or jewelry just take her with you to the store yeah so i do want to say because everybody's like oh she's being a massive b you know she should just be happy no i don't know very many women that will go to a beach or a pool in a bikini that they don't feel comfortable in like yeah. i feel like women get um a rep of being like oh well you should just be happy you know that he was thinking of you yeah but going to the beach or going to the pool that somebody you don't feel comfortable with like i've been with women shopping for swimsuits this is a situational ordeal okay it's gonna take quite a bit of time she's gonna try on a lot of different things before she finds what she's comfortable with on her body out in public for guys it's not the same a guy will just find the first pair of shorts 
for swimming shorts in the show, a store that are a decent color that he kind of likes and he's good. For women, it's different. So I don't think that she was being a B in that situation. I'm not saying that she's not being a B all the other times. I'm saying that in that situation, I kind of agree with that. Okay. Like, don't buy, but don't buy a bathing suit for a woman. They walked into the shop to return the swimming suit so that she could turn around and buy almost the exact same swimming suit, yeah. exact same color with a strap. Like, I don't. I, I have I'm out of patience for her. I am completely out of patience. See, I don't, don't want to blame her though, because I have been with women when that. they were shopping for bathing suits. It has to be the right one. It has to be the perfect one. Just like with rings. No, I've seen guys buy engagement rings and they had to go and exchange it because it just wasn't the right one. So I'm, I don't want to. Hey, Marshana, I don't want to like jump on her for that. Don't, don't get me wrong. I'm gonna jump on her for other stuff. Not but like that particular. I'm not not blaming her for that. I'm blaming her for everything else. The swimsuit just pissed me off because I was already pissed off. Well, y'all already know I don't like her, so <laughs> I'm trying to I'm trying to think over here like how I can be nice about it. So <laughs> I, I don't I don't like her, you know, and like that she complains about everything. Everything. Yeah. She complains about everything. I have yet to hear one positive um statement to come out her mouth to Razvan. Yep. It's always negative. She's always complaining. She's always trying to play the victim. Yeah. And I'm tired of listening to it. Yep. I mean, even if she didn't even if she didn't like the bathing suit, at least he tried. Yeah. <laughs> what has she done to try to make him happy? Nothing. Nothing. And that's her freaking karma that's biting her in her freaking butt because yep. she was talking to Razvan when her husband was dying. We all know it. It's all over social media. Everybody's seen the proof. And then he's still freaking um, uh, still hot from being cremated and yep. she's on a plane going, going to see him. Yep. Going to see Razvan. Yep. So yeah. Yeah. I agree completely. Also, who else almost falls asleep when they're interviewing her? She just talks so slow about everything. She, I, I don't like her. I don't like her. I was hoping that they didn't even show them anymore. Like, yeah, I, I don't like her. Yep. I really don't. I think we've met, we've met a consensus on Amanda. <laughs> I mean, I think we've, we've, made, we've made a consensus on I think that we all have a, a issue with, I mean, for me, it's mostly, I don't care that she's like kind of a, unpleasable woman you know they're women like that they're, they're never going to be happy but i think the way that she's um treating rosvon when he's really trying i think is really sad because there's a lot of guys who don't show any effort they don't put forth any effort they don't buy anything nice they don't do anything nice they just show up so the fact that he is putting in that effort and she's kind of just crapping all over him I just hate that because women always say like there's no good guys left and it's like i'm watching this good guy get like crapped all over and it kind of sucks because the next time he's dating he's gonna try to be a little less good because yeah. nice guys seem to finish last and it's, it's becoming a really popular trend so the good guys all started out good and then they get treated like amanda's treating rosbon and then they they're a little less good in every relationship and they just turn into bad guys. Yeah. I don't know. She, but she contradicts herself constantly, just like 
she was so guilty, had so much guilt about blah, blah, blah. And then she was getting over it. But then she also, she literally said when they had first, first talked, she says, I don't know if I want any more kids. And then at the end, she's like, I told him I definitely don't want any more kids. So I feel like that was wishy-washy too. So, okay, she has two kids already. Um, she's a little bit older than him, but he's only 26. And I think it's pretty normal for a guy at 26 who's ready to settle down to want to have some kids. He said three or four, though. You know, that's a large amount of children. That's like, because she already has two. So we will be talking like four to six kids. That's like, I'm pretty sure a football team, right? Like, yeah. that's, a, that's a lot. So I get that she's like, maybe when they were talking, she said maybe one. She might have possibly said two, but it was lying, you know? But yeah. I think that the fact that she doesn't want to have kids isn't, since she already has two, I'm not going to hold it against her. Like, I'm not going to hold it against her because I know that it's a huge responsibility. And with him being all the way in Romania and her being all the way in Louisiana, if she, like, for instance, if she was to get pregnant on this trip, taking care of that child, the pregnancy and everything is completely on her until yeah. they would be able to get over there. Because that's kind of what happened with Jessica and Juan. Like, he's fully committed. He's fully a part of the, the pregnancy and the life, but he can't physically be there. And I think that would be a lot for her. I feel like she doesn't handle grief well, if she even does at all. So I feel like adding another person to her family is just something that she wouldn't be able to handle at all. Like, I feel like she has so much in her house and in her life that she needs to handle already. I think children shouldn't be added. Like, no more children need to be added yeah. to that situation. So I feel like Rosalind should probably find somebody who's more open and willing to compromise. Because the whole time Amanda's been in Romania, she hasn't compromised on anything at all. Like, literally nothing. Whatever she says goes, whatever she wants goes, whatever he wants, she could care less. Yeah. And I feel like that's not a relationship. It's never going to build into a relationship. And I get some guys like a feisty, controlling woman, you know? Like, and I'm not going to lie. Being controlled or being told no or told what to do, it can be hot sometimes. <laughs> not all the time, though. Like, I kind of want to feel like I want to have a voice. Like, every now and then, I would like to be told yes. You know, like, I would like for her to say well, I don't really like that, but I'll try it because you want to try it. Yeah. You know, that would be nice in a relationship. I feel like a relationship with Amanda is always like, I don't want to do that. I don't like that. I don't care about that. I don't do that. I don't want kids. I don't want, it's always going to be what she wants. And then you're dealing with the aftermath of her just being mean. I think yeah. he, said, he said it, right? He said, you're excessively mean to me. I think he said that a couple weeks ago. And it's true. It's almost like she goes out of her way to be cold to him. And it kind of bothers me. Like, I'm not going to lie. It bothers me because he doesn't deserve that. And I feel like, wait, Pinky, no, what? What did I do? I know. Oh, never mind. I know what you mean. But I just feel like it's, it's definitely, it's taking a toll on him. And I feel like when she gets on that plane and she goes back to Louisiana, she's going to try to ghost him. I feel like that's exactly what's going to happen. And, well, look, and there's something else that I, that I was like, wait a minute, what? She got mad because he was telling um the lady in the store about her. I mean, yeah. Why would she be mad? Why why would that bother you? That would I mean, here Misha's trying to get Nicola to tell people about her and he refuses to do it. Yep. She's practically begging him, but here it is. Radvan is telling everybody about about um about Amanda and she is just like she's mad. She don't want him to tell nobody nothing about her. Like, seriously? Yep. 
I think this was more of her little secret. Yeah. Like, I know it's stupid because there's cameras following her, so we all you, know. Her, you go on national TV, how the heck is it supposed right. to be a secret? She's like, well, why would you tell her? I was like, well, a lot of women will look at it as you're in a lingerie store buying a bikini. It's better that he wasn't flirting with the sales girl. He's telling the sales girl about you and your life plans. Like, I feel like that's a win because some guys are out there and they flirt with literally every female they encounter. So yeah. it's like, he's not flirting with her. He's telling her how much she loves you. This is a win. Like, you got to take a win when you get one. There's some pretty crappy guys out there. And I feel like she doesn't appreciate what he does because a lot of, you know, we've watched this show a lot. Yeah. Once that person is out of the sight of their spouse or their fiance, they can't be trusted. Yep. They can't talk to him. Look at Jasmine this season, right? Like once Gino is back in Michigan, who knows who she's talking to or what she's doing. So I feel like Amanda just doesn't appreciate a good guy. Yeah. yeah. I don't feel like Amanda appreciates anything. She doesn't. Over her. No, they, they, they just need to send her home. I don't even want to see her on TLC anymore. Yep, me too. I mean, if I, if I would, if I could be allowed to go to um the the tell all, I would be there. Okay, me I'd be like, too. I want to grill this woman. Like, I really want to grill her. Well, I don't know who I who I dislike the the most, her or Jasmine. Mm, that's At this a, point, I don't know. That's a close one. <laughs> but I really dislike her a lot. Um, yeah. Just a side note, um, if you follow the 90 Fiance Twitter handle, they they filmed a tell-all this weekend, not this tell-all, I believe. Well, no, it was this tell-all before the 90 days. If you would have submitted your questions, they had a little Google form. They were going to ask some of the questions and use your name and stuff on the show. I don't know if you guys did. I don't think any of my questions would have cleared the FDA. <laughs> oh, I see. Okay, so they, yeah, they have to be worded in a way that you can say it on TV. Yeah. So we're going to rule Cara out. See, CLC ain't ready for me and Cara if we were to walk up in there. They ain't ready. No. Uh, they ain't ready. So I want to talk about Riley and Violet. So Violet had this FaceTime conversation with Tiffany. Okay, so Tiffany was asking her why she didn't delete the dating app. She didn't want to answer the question, but she eventually said that she forgot the password, so she couldn't delete her account. So again, I know that doesn't mean anything because you can see when the account was active or not. We would need a little more information on that because she's saying she wasn't using it. But again, how do we know that? We don't know that. And if you forgot your account password, there's like a little button underneath your password box that says forgot password for this specific reason. And they're going to let you reset your password. I think it's very convenient um, excuse. She didn't like being interrogated. You know, she didn't like the idea that someone was questioning her and her intentions. Cause she yeah. was like, you should have protected me. You shouldn't have let her, you know, ask me these questions. Now I'm going to say this probably unpopular. But I feel like if Riley wanted to know the answer to these questions, it's his job to ask. It's not Tiffany's job. It's not anybody else's job. I feel like if you want to marry somebody, you should be able to ask them a question. And the fact that he was afraid to ask her a question shows me they're not ready to even begin a relationship. Because in order for this marriage to work, in order for this relationship to work, 
Riley has to be able to ask tough questions and have tough conversations. And at this stage, he's so terrified of asking Violet a question because he's like, oh, she's going to get mad. She's going to do that. Let her get mad. You need to know the answers to these questions to know if you can trust her. And the way that she gets so defensive shows me you can't trust her. When you ask someone a question, their reaction is more telling than the actual answer to the question. We've I always believe that. We said that Violet was a liar from the, but I'm telling you, you know, tonight was the other side of Riley that I knew was going to come out. I said it in the beginning. The way he was, I mean, I don't get me wrong. I am not defending Violet because I think she is so full of shit. It's not even funny. I am not defending her. But I also was dumbfounded by, first of all, him having Tiffany do his dirty work. Here, you ask the questions because he literally said, thank you for that because I can't ask her. But the way he was talking down to her and she'd do anything, okay, bye, get out, bye. The, he was so condescending to her. He, he wasn't inviting a conversation yeah. in any way, shape, or form. She got defensive because of his body language and the way he was. It, she felt like it was two against one. Yeah. Again, yeah. not defending her, but it was two against one. And the way he came after her when, when he had backup, not when they're alone, but when he yeah. had backup, then he attacked her. You nailed it. You nailed it. He can never actually address her in the way that he did without backup. And that's the problem because you can't always bring people from outside into your relationship. Okay. It's unhealthy. If they're not a therapist, they shouldn't be involved. That's a toxic situation because your friends are always going to be one-sided. They're always going to be on your side. Yep. You need a therapist. You need a non-biased person if you're going to bring someone in. And you do not, like you said, it's never two-on-one. It's never attacking one person. And again, nobody's right here. Like you yeah. said, nobody's right here. He's not right. He feels like he can talk to her however he wants because he's right. He's not right either. The yeah. way that he set up a video call to have somebody verbally attack yeah. her is not right. No. And I don't care that she's doing wrong. We clearly know that she is. But if you're in a relationship with her, it's your responsibility to have that conversation one-on-one. -on -one. You don't bring other people in. You can never have friends solving your problems for you because yeah. the problems are never going to go away. You have to be able to deal with them yourself. And I just feel like the way that he was like, oh, beat it. Get out of my face. Yeah. Go. I'm sick of you. I'm tired of you. I feel like he let all of the, the lies that built up from the beginning, because he's been super doubtful from yeah. the beginning. It was like a buildup. And that was finally him exploding on her. Yep. And that's exactly what they teach you not to do in counseling. Don't bottle things up. So when you finally have that huge blow up, you literally blow up on the person. And it's this huge explosion of emotion. That's what it was. He was just like, get out of my face. I'm sick of you. You're a liar. It kind of started out a week ago or two weeks ago when he was like, you're a liar. And he kind of started that aggressive name calling in the beginning, but it didn't go as far as it did this week. Yeah. Well, she had to hurry and get out of there so she could text his dad. So <laughs> that's actually true. Though. Well, you know, he couldn't, you know, he couldn't have a little soft side because Tiffany was on the yeah. phone. So he has, to have that you know that manly added you know attitude and i told you guys that i was gonna that um my my nail salon the one that does my nails they're from vietnam mm -hmm. they're vietnamese yeah violet is lying everything she's been 
saying about the woman, how the woman's supposed to do that. They can't ask no questions because it's disrespectful. The man can't ask women this um, questions because it's disrespectful and all this other stuff. That's a lie. In Vietnam, the women are submissive to the men. Really? Good to Hands know. Hands down. Good to know. So she's yes. using his ignorance of their culture to make it work in her favor. She's like, oh, well, you can't do that because of my culture. And his ignorance of the culture, he doesn't know it's true or not yeah. because he didn't, you know, Google anything. He just kind of hopped on a plane and went over there. And he's trying to figure out as he goes, which we've always talked about it, figure out what's going on, where you're going before you land, yeah. please. Does everybody a favor, it saves you money, probably could save you time in a foreign prison. You know, just figure <laughs> out what you're doing and make sure you're doing it right according to the land that you're in. Because America is really weird compared to other places. We see it as normal. We get away with so much over here that you cannot do other places. So I, I do feel like that. I feel like his ignorance of what she's saying and even what she's even doing on a daily basis, he has no idea. And I feel like that's kind of why he doesn't trust her and why he blew up. And he finally just let it get to that point. And he said in the episode that he blocked her in the for next week. And she said that she sent him a long text and blocked him. So we know that blocking people when they're in a relationship is never permanent because it's just like a four but four button press yeah. process to unblock that person. So we're not closing the chapter on the Riley and Violet situation yet because he's still in Vietnam next week. So you know how that goes just because they blocked each other. That is very temporary. How many times have we seen 90 day cast members that were in relationships block each other? There was a point in time where Angela had blocked Michael. Okay, they're still together. So we're not gonna let any of that information process how we're gonna there, process this situation. There was a point in time that I blocked Angela, but I still watch her. <laughs> I didn't know that. No, I I'm, did not know that you had her locked. I didn't. I'm just. Kidding. Oh, okay. I didn't. Okay. I did. I like Angela. See, I have very unpopular opinions tonight. We're not going to get into that. We're not because I don't want to get anybody mad. But I do um want to bring up David and Sheila. And we met Amy, who was the translator, which I thought was wait, am I saying that right, or am I supposed to say interpreter? Uh, I, I think either like, way. Either way. I mean, oh, translator, okay. interpreter. I mean. So, so Amy was the interpreter slash translator. I don't know which one. And we found out that Sheila is jealous. And okay, so Amy said something that kind of made me scratch my head. She said that she learned sign in one month. Yeah. And David and Sheila have been dating for two and a half years. Two and a half years. And she's been supposedly learning sign this whole time. What's taking so long? Because the girl was like, I learned it in about a month. And I, I don't want to like say it's easy because I don't know how to ASL interpret. I don't know how, I don't know any um, any words or letters. So I don't want to say, oh, well, she should have learned yeah. because I don't know that. I don't know the difficulty. I don't know if this girl Amy is like some sort of prodigy or a genius. I don't know the situation. But it was interesting because remember when Sheila found out that David's name had its own sign? Yeah. She didn't even know that until yeah. they physically were in the car together. So it's making me wonder, is she really trying to learn ASL or is she just saying that? Is I it don't know. The thing that confuses me is it appears that her mom is very hurt of him. Yes. Very. So I feel like she would she should know a little bit more than she does. Maybe that's just me, but I would find a way to communicate with my parent or or anybody that was that hard of hearing. If I had to physically 
get on them and yell in their ear, I would try to find a different way to communicate. Absolutely. The way that she yelled in her ear, I thought that can't be good for the hearing she has left. Yeah. Right. Because I was like, I'm pretty sure you even you never yell in someone's ear to that point, whether they're hard of hearing or not. Yeah. You can yell from farther away, but yelling into someone's ear, that can't be good for the eardrum. Yeah. Oh, so let's talk about the house situation. So it was a very humbling experience to watch because apparently it looked like they shower in like an alleyway. Yeah. It's not like enclosed in the house, which was, I don't even know. I don't even not explain it it was just really humbling to see because she doesn't complain and she hasn't really been asking david for money to improve anything which kind of gives me a little more respect and understanding for their relationship because yeah. she could definitely be asking for more money because well, and the way she made the comment she made so many comments about i hope it doesn't change how he feels when he sees how i live so to me that says that you know, she was kind of saying it's not as bad as it is. So she definitely wasn't, I don't feel like she's in it for the money at all. I mean, it was, based on the amount he told us that he gave her, I don't think she is in it for my two and a half years. And I think she said, what, that's like $2,500? Yeah, $2, yeah like, like she's not asking him for money. And I feel like he's probably offering it. Like, I feel like she's not asking, he offers it, and she just doesn't say no, but he has to bring it up. Yeah. Like, it really made me realize that she's not using him for anything. Yeah. That was kind of one of my worries in the beginning when we were getting to know her, especially when the dad asked, like, oh, well, is he going to help, you know, pay for the repairs on the house? I was like, the first thing that he brought up when he heard that David was going to be um, there, and it kind of worried me, but I don't believe that and she has a cell phone she could have taken pictures and videos and yeah. shown david the accommodations or the the way that her home was she never did that so i feel like if she was asking or looking for a handout she had every opportunity and you know in that situation i definitely hope they're able to get that taken care of because then someone said on twitter they're like in america that would be considered condemned and they wouldn't allow people to live in it and unfortunately this this is the reality, you know, of some people's lives. This is where they're living. And even though, you know, to the naked eye, you're like, oh, well, I don't understand. You know, there's no roof, there's no walls. When they walked in, I didn't see them walk through a door. You yeah. know, it was the open space. Like it's it's almost unfathomable how what the sense of normalcy is from country to country. Yeah. Because in America, there's no way we would see that as normal. Yeah. But is there anybody else that was extremely disappointed in the way that her father reacted to meeting him. Yes, I was very disappointed. And her son, too. I mean, I was, he didn't even say thank you for the gift. Like, I was so, so disappointed. Yeah, me too. I think she felt they were nervous around him. I don't know how much interaction that they've had um, with a person who's hard of hearing. So I, I don't know if it was nervousness or... I don't know. They, they didn't really have much to say. And it's interesting because if he's going to marry her and they're going to move or, or whatever, whatever the situation is, you want to get to know the person. And there was an interpreter. This was the open opportunity to say what yeah. you wanted to say. And it seemed like they didn't really want to get to know David, which, and I don't know, it, it was very odd to me. 
because oh. we've been watching this show for many, many, many seasons, and the family are usually way overly involved, way too interested in getting to know the person and judging the person and finding something wrong with the person. So it was just a very strange way that the way that they reacted. You know, he opened the present and he was like, actually, it's nice. Like, although, I don't know, that answer kind of struck me as odd because I was like, so did you think it wasn't going to be a good present? Like, I don't know. It was really interesting. I, the whole situation, I couldn't really feel out. I was but really confused with, by it. With the tra translator being right there, that's the opportunity to say anything. But there was so much awkwardness about everything. Like, for example, she said to her dad, are you okay with him being deaf? That's like, I would never introduce my significant other to my family and say, are you okay with him being short? Are you okay with him being tall? Yeah. Are you okay with him being fat? Are you okay with him being skinny? You, don't, you just don't do that. Are you okay with him being black? Are you okay with him being white? You just don't do that. I would never ask my family if they're okay with it. Like, if I love this person, that's all that matters. Exactly. It or not. Exactly. Yeah, I don't know if that, that was like a, a translational issue. But yeah, you don't really, because if you're born with a disability, you don't really need approval of your disability from huh. people because you didn't ask for it. It's something that, it's a part of you. Yep. And not accepting that would be not accepting you. So yeah, I don't know why she would answer that. And then why would you even give people the opportunity to say yes or no? Yeah. I, what do you care? You know, like if you don't appreciate a person for who they are and you're going to let a, a physical defect or a disability determine whether or not you're accepting or you like them. Now, I don't even want to know. I don't know if I want to be friends with people like that. I don't know. I don't want to be in interaction with people who think that, you know, if there's something wrong with the person, I don't, I don't want to accept them. I don't, I don't think that that's a way to have any idea of anyone of who they are as a character or the person or anything it's not but also i want to address the her jealousy over the translator yeah like that that was a bit much but also i kind of felt like he was he overstepped a little bit asking the translator if she was married or ever been married i get that he was trying to make conversation but that wasn't the time or place to make conversation but for her to be so jealous that she went and literally bawled her eyes out for a minute, that was a lot. Like, that was a lot. So for me, if she's jealous of people who can um, communicate with David through sign, then you would have to sign, yeah. and then you would have to be the person who is the barrier of communication, meaning you yeah. would communicate with him. The only issue is she can't sign, and again, I don't know the process, how long it takes or whatever, I, I can't do it. So I don't want to say she should just learn it and get over it. I don't know the process, but if she wants to eliminate having other people do the communicating for her, especially women, because she said if it was a guy, it wouldn't have mattered to her. But since it's a woman, it bothered her. She's going to have to take that initiative to learn because David is deaf and he's not going to regain his hearing so this relationship if it turns into a marriage it's going to be her responsibility to be able to communicate with him yeah so she's got to take those steps and it's this jealousy this season and on the other show too on the other way yeah it's like the jealousy is really consuming in these relationships they can't really function they can't go out and do things they can't have normal interaction with other people without the jealousy and i I think that 
I'm a jealous person to an extent, but I've never like gotten to the point where I don't I don't want someone to talk to a person of the opposite sex Absolutely. or be around the person of the opposite sex. That's impossible. Yep. This is a world that we live in where we are surrounded by all types of people, all types of genders, all type of orientation. You can't determine whether or not someone is gonna interact at the grocery store, at the mall with someone of the opposite sex. People are hired of all genders, all races to be cashiers or whatever. You're gonna interact with somebody. Yeah. So I think Yeah, I don't care what kind of job you have or where you go, you're gonna have some kind of interaction with right. somebody. Yep. So I mean, but yeah, jealousy is is I think is I think her jealousy is coming through because she was a lot younger and she was a pretty young girl, you know. Um, I don't know if he did that on purpose or if he just hired somebody he didn't actually know, you know what yeah. she looks like. I we don't know, but um, Sheila really. You know, she really disappointed me whenever she started crying. Like, yeah. she's so jealous. Why? He's he's showing you that he loves you. He wants to be with you. Yeah. You know, I mean, I get it. They've been together for two and a half years. She don't even know but a couple of things in sign language. Yeah. Well, it took me about six months to learn Spanish. Yeah. took me a year to become fluent in, you know, speak it, read it, and write it, and translate it. A year. But I was doing it every day. Yep, so if that's true. she wasn't doing it every day, then if she was putting it to the side, to the side, well, then you're not going to learn it. Or if that's all they were doing was using the translator where he could read everything. I mean, you, you gotta, you gotta put your part into it as well. You yeah. know what I'm saying? I but, agree. That translator is a crutch. I the like whole, it's, the, it's the whole family thing just really disappointed me tonight. I was just like, I can't believe they're acting like that. Yeah. You know, and it was, yeah. and I get where she's coming from too. She didn't want to ask. I mean, she wanted him to see where she's living. Maybe she's trying to prove to him, look, I don't want you for your money. I want to be with you because of, of you, because I really want to be with you. This is my home, but I'm trying to show you that I want to be with you. That's why I haven't asked you for nothing to fix my home. Yeah. So, I mean, I, I'm trying to weigh out the, <laughs> you know right. what I'm saying? The pros right. and the cons. We're trying to balance yeah. it or uh. <laughs> let me show him my home so he wants me to come to America. Like, we don't know. Like, yeah. we're trying to yeah. balance it out. Oh, I don't know. So, kind of dramatic bring her and her kid over. I think she would have to come first. And I'm sure that yeah. she's having a hard time wanting to leave her son behind. Yeah, we were talking about that. It's not an immediate thing. Yeah. So, like, when if her visa is approved, she has to get over here and then apply. Yeah. to bring her child over and we were talking about that on another episode of the podcast that's insane to me yeah. asking a mom to leave her child in another country is is literally insane yeah. i mean unless you're but that's <laughs> literally an insane thing to ask a person to do i don't know any mother who would willingly or happily no. do that that is more maybe they do it because they have to get to make sure that they actually get married because if they don't get married then they have to go back i mean i but it's done but me personally i i mean my kids are grown now but there ain't no way i had a hard time leaving my kids with a babysitter much less <laughs> no way yeah i get it i had a hard time with my kids going to school so i was like i, I just i want my babies with me yeah. <laughs> with me so, that way i know they're safe yep. so in a next episode apparently somebody died 
in her family and we've only met her mom and dad right and her son so i don't know what's going on i saw some talk on twitter that it was her dad i don't know that oh i'm just gonna say right now we have no idea unless somebody was like part of the production crew or whatever i don't know what happened but we've only met two people in her family right so far yeah. other than her son um so something happened so we're gonna figure out how that's gonna go and i think that's gonna be a a big test of their relationship you know when you lose somebody that close you have to find the person that you can lean on yeah. and not being able to communicate well is going to be hard because you need somebody who is there for you and i feel like this is going to be a test for them and david is going to have to you know figure out a way to comfort her in some way other than through commun other than through communication because they don't really have that and probably don't hire the same interpreter yeah <laughs> like probably not do yeah. that hire somebody else yeah. bring in an old man for that yeah an old guy <laughs> who's married <laughs> so there's absolutely no issue and then his yeah. wife nowhere to be found so statler and Dempsey are super awkward together i still like them together but i feel like statler is okay i don't want to get like dragged for this but do you all feel like statler is like a frat boy like yes. everything is sexual with Statler, yes. right? Like Dempsey is like, this is kind of awkward. I don't want to talk about sex. And Statler just like, can I look at you? Can I like, yeah. it's just, I don't know. Like she gives me like super frat boy vibes and she's like a horn dog. Yes. Like it's all about sex. And that makes me worried because she says that she's gotten around, right? She's yeah. been with a lot of girls. And I feel like that behavior is the opposite behavior of a, a positive, strong, progressive relationship. And maybe that's why she's had such a hard time keeping a steady girl in her life. I feel like she is, she's ready to jump in the bed every single night, soon as she meets this person. And then she wonders why the relationship has no substance to it. And I feel yeah. like Dempsey is kind of freaked out by her level of strongness in the sexual aspect of the relationship. They literally just met. And all she's thinking about is, let me look at your ass, and let's do this, and can I jump in the shower with you? It's just like horn dog, horn dog all the time. And I was watching it, and I was like, geez, that's like what it's like to be with a young guy. Yeah. I didn't realize what women are going through all the time. Can you imagine? It's, right? That's it's horrible. It's terrible. Everything. Even walking into the house, she's like, I'm so turned on. Why? Because right. the blue? <laughs> like, come on. Everything is, it, it's just. Yeah. She just yeah. does the weirdest shit. I, yeah. I was, I was like, I felt awkward, and I was sitting in my living room watching it, and I felt uncomfortable. Like, oh my gosh, who, who does that? I mean, how are you gonna have? How's your partner gonna be um, turned on if that's all you want to talk about is sex? You don't want to have a conversation about nothing else. You just want to talk about sex. That is a huge turnoff. Yeah. Because it makes you feel like that's all you want me for is sex. Exactly. She doesn't want to get to know her. She doesn't want to ask her any questions. She doesn't want to learn about her daily life. Anything It's just like, let's go to bed. Let's get in the shower. Let's do it. And it's like, get to know her a little bit better. And then the fact that they live so far, well, Dempsey lives so far in the country. And I'm trying to figure out if Statler is going to be okay with living in the country because if I heard correctly, in order to go to the bathroom, they had to like walk through the woods to somewhere. I'm not walking through the woods at three in the morning to go pee. Like, no, yeah. that's how you get eaten by things. Yeah. And I don't care. She's like, oh, no, we don't have any animals. If you live in the woods, 
you got animals. Yeah. I don't because care what anybody says, right? Animals. You live in the yeah. woods, you got animals. You might not know about the animals, but they live there. Trust me, the yeah. woods is filled with animals. Oh, yeah. So there's no chance because <laughs> she doesn't have the plumbing in. And the house is very small. Was it like a so tiny home? cute, though. But, but again, it, it was so cute, though. It was like a little cozy place. It was like romantic. Yeah. How is she, she going to run from Stadler, who's like chasing her around for sex when there's nowhere to run? There's nowhere she to go. She doesn't even know Stadler's moving in with her yet. Yes, exactly. Oh, oh, that's yeah. true. That's true. She does not know that they're going to be sharing a place. You're right. So when is that conversation going to happen? I, I don't know, but I'm here for it. Oh, so <laughs> Studio says it sounds like she's hypersexual. A lot of times that is a result of some sort of trauma in the past. Interesting. So I would love to know if this is something that is actually triggered or brought on by some sort of trauma that she went through in the past. She hasn't shared it with us, yeah. but that is true. A lot of times these conditions or the, the actions or the, the way that people behave sexually sometimes start from something that happened when they were younger in their past. So that's interesting. I yeah. just think that she's got to take a, a chill pill and just learn to get to know women. And I trust me, women are very sexual people when you get to know them and they feel comfortable with you. Yeah. Women do not like to feel uncomfortable or pressured into it. And I feel like she's doing both with Dempsey. Yeah. Dempsey feels uncomfortable and she feels pressured. And she, no woman should feel that way with someone they just met. Yeah. Like you should be, if you're going to be doing anything sexual, you both should be 100% comfortable. And if one person is comfortable and one person isn't, don't pressure them. Well, and, and I feel like that's exactly Dempsey also made the comment that she's into shit like whips and chains and is far more experienced. Mm -hmm. So I'm sure that Dempsey's already insecure going into it. And then, you know, after that, she's just wanting more and more and more. It's like, I, I don't know, but for me, I'd feel like, man, am I never good enough? So eventually I think Dempsey's going to start feeling like that. Yeah. Living up to her expectations yeah. are going to be hard. She kind of reminded me of Jasmine, because Jasmine is, I think, a hypersexual. Like, the way she describes herself, the way she, she's like a guy, like a horn dog. And it's like, it's, it's hard in a relationship with a person who isn't a hypersexual. So it's like you're, you're wanting it way more than your partner, and then you're pressuring them to do something that they might not be in the mood to do. And I feel like it's just, it's just an uncomfortable situation. Yeah. Yeah, you you should never be, you know, made feel or made. My words ain't want to come out, y'all. I'm so <laughs> sleep deprived today. It's um, you should never be um have to make. You should never feel like you have to do something that you don't want to do, no yep. matter what it is. Yep. Yeah. And if if they make you feel that uncomfortable, or if they or if you feel like you know you're being forced to do it, you need to remove yourself from that situation. Yeah. No ands, ifs, or buts about it. Yep. That's how I, I agree. I see it. Because if, if I'm with someone and they make me feel like I have to do something, no. Yeah. See ya. You can leave. Or I can leave. Because that's not how a relationship works. Yep. So like DMT said, you know, she's she don't even know if they're going to be together for too long because she may not be able to um, keep up with uh, Statler. Yeah. Because yeah. Statler is just, she's like a freaking what do you call a lion like a tiger wanting to jump on her every couple of seconds so yeah yeah, <laughs> yeah. It's, it's scary and there's nowhere to run in that little tiny house 
Like she yep. can't hide from her. <laughs> she have to run yep. through the woods just to get a free moment to keep Stella from humping her leg. You know, like <laughs> give her a moment. You know, Jesus. Yeah, Stella said that she didn't want to go to the woods, so that's yeah. where she's going <laughs> to run. And she wants to hide from her. Jeez, just gotta <laughs> run and hide in the trees somewhere to just get a moment of peace. Yeah. So, yeah. Nicola and I forgot her name, just like that. Misha. 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 Nicola and Misha are back, and I think. Did we have them last week? I kind of feel like we didn't. They weren't on no. So they're back and they're still having their normal issues. So she actually got to meet one of his friends who is fully aware of her existence, which made her feel a little more comfortable. Also, she likes to pick up feral cats and walk around the city with them. Apparently there's feral cats all over. Um, I would and pick up. Wait. I would too. You give me any animal, I'll pick it up. You will pick up I love a feral cat? bet your ass y'all I'm, I'm already gonna tell y'all if i ever go visit y'all and y'all have dogs or cats i cannot go in your home unless it's clean i am severely allergic to dogs and really? cats yes oh, i don't have i don't have any pets i don't have any pets <laughs> i have a lot of pets it I would have... have to be like clean i can't if it, it i can be around them but if they touch me i am severely allergic to them very clean, but I have 24 animals. You and said 24 animals? Yes, and there's no way I could keep them from touching you. See, that's, that's a conversation for another day, because I just, like, five questions just popped yeah, in my head. Okay, we got to have, we gotta have yeah, a long talk on the phone, me. girlfriend. Yeah. I have <laughs> seven dogs. I'll just tell you, I have seven dogs. And I'll just leave it there. Okay, okay. So, um, Nicola is kind of cold-hearted. You know, I was, okay, so I was watching this episode and the way that he talks to Misha, like he says that Misha cries too much. He says that she's over emotional and he seems to be pretty cold. Like when she opens up and tries to tell him how she feels, he kind of brushes it off and dismisses her as just being too much. And then he even said like, why are you always so emotional and saying what you want me to do? I can name like 10 or 15 things that you should change, but I'm trying to be nice to you. And I was like, I'm beginning to see why he's a 46-year-old virgin. It doesn't have to do with him being a devout Catholic or whatever. He's just Every kind of a, the fact that he's an asshole. Yeah, that's exactly what it is. He's a complete dick. And the way that he talked to her, he's like, I could say that you should clean up after yourself and you, you don't do this. And, you don't, and he's like attacking her. And she's like, well, everything that I told you, none of it was attacking your character. And... He was like, well, what do you want? Do you want a hug? And I'm just like, this guy is super cold-hearted and mean and evil. And yeah. I was like, the reason why, he tried to sell it to us. I, that he's like, I oh, well, I'm punch like, him in the face. Right? Yep. I wouldn't hey. have punched him in the face. And let me tell you something. I know from experience, people that act like he acts like high and mighty. They do everything perfect. They live by strictly by the Bible, this and that and everything else. I know from experience, those are the most hypocritical people on the face of earth. And they have some of the nastiest skeletons in their, um, in their closet. So I don't know who he thinks he is, but he needs to get off his high horse and act like a normal person because I don't care who you are. You yeah. nobody is that perfect. No. And no. He's a no. Yeah. He is a total total prick. I'm convinced now that he's a forty six year old virgin because he repulses women. 
I'm like convinced because the way that he acts and treats women, and you're right, he has this holier than thou attitude. Like, I would never do that. And he, the way that he reacted that she smoked a cigarette once a year. Yeah. The judgmental, the nasty, he's just like, you do that? That's, that's terrible. That's disgusting. I would never do that. Like the way that he acts like he's better than her and the way that he treats her because she goes dancing, which he actually liked. Like the way, yeah. I don't, it's just, it's not his religion. He's just- Yes, he likes it because he does it. If you don't like something, how are you gonna be like, all of a sudden you okay? You're drinking a beer, you're are, are drinking wine and you're out dancing. You all of a sudden from like two minutes before you were totally against it. Two minutes later, you out there and you know how to dance. Yep. So people who don't like to dance, they don't know how to dance. That's, yep. that's true, that's true. He, he, he said, said, you're playing victim. He said to her, you're playing victim. <laughs> He's not playing shit, first of all. And then in the same breath, he said, I haven't said anything about your mess and your clothes all over everything. Bullshit, I heard that three times in just this episode. Yeah. So you can't say you're not saying anything. Shut your mouth. He's, he's, I, I put him right up there with Amanda. That's how much oh. I just. Wow, that's high. That's yeah. high. I mean, the way that he was talking to Misha tonight had me scratching my head because Misha's beautiful. Yep. Misha can have anyone she wants. And I understand that um, faith is important to her. Mm -hmm. There are guys who are Catholic who don't treat women like shit. Okay? So you do not have to settle just because this guy's a Catholic and you both believe the same thing to be treated like crap. I just don't see it. I don't see the purpose of it. He's embarrassed of her. And he's not embarrassed of her because she's not beautiful or she's not smart. She's all of those things. He's embarrassed yep. of her because he wants a wife that's basically a nun, yep. right? It's basically what he's looking for is I want her to do whatever the religion says she, she's supposed to do. I want her to listen to me. I want her to do whatever I say. It's a dictatorship relationship. And that's the reason why he's never been married at 46 yep. because I don't care what religion you are, you can be any type of faith you want and not be in a controlling relationship. Yeah. They're not the same thing. He wants her to be religious with him, but also he wants to dictate what she can and can't do. And that's the reason why. Okay, yeah, you nailed it. Portuguese princess. He don't want a wife. He wants a slave. Yeah. That's exactly what he wants. He wants someone that he can physically, mentally, and emotionally control 100% of the time. He wants her to present herself in whatever way he wants her presented. Like when he was letting her meet his friends, he wanted her to present herself in a certain way. And when she didn't do it, he's literally calling her crazy yeah. to his friends. Who the hell does that? Who, who, who? I don't, I'm sorry. I'm sorry. Like, I can't with this man. Yeah. The way that he treats her is insane. And I'm not going to try to be rude, but like, with that face attached to his neck, the the cockiness, the way that he speaks to her, the way I can't, I just yep. can't. He's horrible. He's so disrespectful. I just, I, I'm how much I've sacrificed. Do you know how much I've sacrificed in the last forty eight hours? Shut the hell up. Shut up. Get and, and and you know, and Misha was like, and Misha made a good point too. He has yet to show her that he's happy and excited that she's even there. I mean, even around her, even around his friends, he was still putting her down. Yep. Like, see, yeah, it's that man would have got punched in the face so many times for me to not. Yeah, yeah I was, was going to say, if he was in America, 
and he started talking to Misha. Say he was with an LA girl, right? Oh. An LA or, or a New York City girl, and he started talking to her like that. There would have been an ambulance coming up to that room yep. because he would have been hurt. I was like, you do not talk to women that way, telling them, "Oh, well, I'm sick of you, and you need to clean up after yourself, and you're embarrassing, and you pick up." The, I was like, man, you're trying to lose a tooth. That's what yep. you're, you're trying to lose too. Why would you say that to her face? That's a text message thing that you say. You don't say it when she's sitting right in front of you. Yeah. And then you better text up and pray she forgot all about that text message. Because yeah. us women over here, especially in the South, we don't take that stuff. So, mm -mm. Let me and Didi have them for five minutes. <laughs> just a five-minute closed-door interrogation? That's it. We just No cameras? No cameras, obviously? Just a little <laughs> interrogation? We just want yeah, to and George, you got to be the bodyguard. Make sure nobody comes yeah. in the room. So you got to stand at the door. He yeah. does. <laughs> he does need a nice little intervention. I do. He if does. he wants to not die a virgin, it's needed, right? Yeah. I feel like the way that he's running his life right now, there isn't any woman desperate enough to marry this man. I think it's shown in his whole life. He's had a girlfriend. You know, he's had relationships. They were smart enough to get their shoes put them on and run away. They were yep. smart enough to know that that's not the life that they wanted. And I think that blaming his religion, that's not why he's single. So he's like, oh, I'm single because I, I'm waiting for marriage. No, you're single because you can't convince a woman to marry you. Yep. Because women are not that desperate or stupid. They're not going to deal with your bullshit. That's why you're single. Yep. JJ, what's up? <clears throat> you nailed that on the head. All right. So I want to get into therapy because Gino and Jasmine went to therapy. And there was a lot that went on in this therapy session. And I always felt like, okay, so first of all, do you guys feel that the gender of your therapist matters? Because men always feel like if there's a female therapist, he's going to take the side of the woman. And if there's a male therapist, he's going to take the side of the man. Do you guys think that that's true? Because I see that Gino felt like the therapist wasn't being hard enough on Jasmine because she was a woman. Do you guys feel like that? I think if they're professionally trained, which they should be, it shouldn't matter. It shouldn't Dee -dee. matter. I mean, I've never been in therapy before, but the, the, the people that I know that have been in therapy, they prefer to have the same sex. Um, because if they go like a woman, they want it to be a woman, that way they can help the man to understand where they're going from and then like the man they want a man so they can make the woman see where they're coming from so i don't know it, it shouldn't i mean whether it's a man or a woman they shouldn't be on nobody's side they should be trying to fix the problem yeah i agree and i think the therapist could see that jasmine is a lot of the problem because even in the session she was saying things like he can't satisfy me sexually and he that he rejects me and i don't want to sleep with someone like that and i think that the comments that she makes are very demasculating and belittling and i was kind of almost understanding it because I, at first i was questioning i was like gino this woman is literally throwing herself at you and you're not interested you're rejecting her you're turning her down not a lot of people would do that but the way that she belittles and talks to him it is a turnoff it's very, it's, it's not good to hear from the person that you love that they would rather be having sex with someone else and not just someone else, their ex. I think if that you is- have, If you would have told me at the beginning of this season that I would be siding with Gino, I would have called bullshit. 
<laughs> but I am 100% on Gino's side. I am too. At this point, I am too. Dee Dee, what are you? Team Jasmine, Team Gino? Uh, you know I'm Team Gino. Uh, hello? Yep. Yeah, that's true. You're the one that was, I was, you're the one that convinced me to, to switch sides. <laughs> because at first, I was on Jasmine's side with the prenup papers, because, but, you know, we, we, we got past that. But I just feel like this therapy session really opened my eyes to Gino's side of it. Like when he he put it out there, he was like, she belittles me. She She's moved into this building with her ex. She's talking to him behind my back. She's doing all these things I can't trust her. It really is difficult to perform when you feel like the person is literally doing you wrong in every possible way. Like I can understand that because she's like, oh, I was showing him my body and he didn't want to, he wasn't interested. And I was like, but what was the conversation taking place while you were doing that? Because when you're but telling a guy like, you don't know how to satisfy me. And I wish I was with, like, you're, if you're saying something like that, it doesn't really matter because he's not going to want to do anything with you. In the same breath, she said, but the intimacy was never good. Right. Then why the hell are you still there? See, now that we know that he's a millionaire, yeah. I know why she's still there. I didn't know that because I was like, there's no way that she's clinging to this guy. You know, because what does he have? Because when they, when he was first on the show, he wasn't even employed at the time. He, um, but we know he's an engineer. We know that yeah. he could get a job. But at that point, he was laid off, I believe, from his job due to COVID. But now that he's working again, and we know that his net worth and his retirement is very desirable, yeah. it is very interesting because, and it's almost damaging to her case, the way that she says these things. Because she's like, well, we've only had sex seven times in two and a half years, and he's never satisfied me. And it's like, well, how are you convincing him that you love him and you want to marry him if you're saying nothing has ever gone right from the start? Yep. Like, it's actually damaging to her case every time she opens her mouth. It's almost making it harder for him to trust and believe that she truly loves him because everything that she says is counter, is contradictive yeah. to what she says. She literally says she would rather be with literally anyone else. Yeah. So explain to me why you're still there. Yeah. And then the comments she made about her ex, it'll hurt me so bad, but I guess I'll, uh, I guess I can quit communication with him. Okay, you'll quit communication with him while Gino's there because your ex is on, on vacation. But as soon as Gino leaves and your ex comes back, then nobody knows. There's no cameras, no nothing. So you're not quitting shit. We all know she ain't quitting um, her communication with him. And, you know, just by her saying, well, it will hurt me so bad, she's trying to do that guilt trip yeah. all over again to try to, you know what I'm saying? Why would you do that? I mean, Donna's if you want to, it, Donna, look at what Donna said. You suck at sex. Let's have sex. <laughs> that is so right. If he's right? Still, why are you still nagging? Exactly. No man is going to be like, oh, so that's just like telling a guy it's small. He's yep. not going to want to have sex with you. Yep. That's like the worst possible thing you can say to a man, right? Yep. Like that is the most sensitive area in his life. So making those comments and then be like, right after, so you want to go have sex? He's going to be like, well, no, I'm going to go cry in the corner for like yeah. an hour. Like that's, how you, <laughs> yeah. that, that's the last and thing I'm I want to do right that's now. Something she's probably said to him a hundred times. Absolutely. What you mean? Because she said, my ex is better than you. My, the sex was better than you. My ex this, my ex that, everything's better than you. 
Oh, I mean, yeah. What yeah. Who would want to have sex with anybody like that? Another thing that really bothered me was she made it seem like she would be doing him a favor by ending communication with her ex when yep. there should have never been communication behind his back yep. in the first place. That's like saying, I know I stole $10,000 from you, but I'm going to give it back. So, or no, I'll give half of it back. I don't I'll, know. I'll I can't think of a good spend back right exactly like you shouldn't have been doing it she's like well i guess as a compromise i can stop it's not a compromise because you should have never been talking to him behind his back in the first place you should have never moved in the building next to him you should never be going out for coffee with him and we know there's other things going on with him she's just not willing yeah, to she's already she i mean we don't seen it where she admits it so we already know that um that they're cheating you know what i'm saying they're they're they got more stuff going on she's hypersexual yeah so if she said that they've been together two and a half years and had sex seven times she's getting it from somewhere she yeah. told us last season on the tell-all that she was the vegan she was a vegan but she had to have it you know like she she wanted it four or five six times a day so you want to tell me y'all been together for two and a half years and you're getting no d and you're not getting it from anyone else but you conveniently live like three doors down from your ex yeah. but they're not together every day Yep. So how well, right. how, so, how are you gonna have it every day? So why is she saying it like that's a bad thing? We've I've only had it seven times. Well, how many times has he been over to see you? Yeah. And then the whole time he's over there, y'all fussing and fighting. I mean, they ain't no makeup sex for that couple. They yeah. ain't, I don't know. And and then what she tells him next week, I, that was a jaw dropper to me. I was like, what did she just say? Yeah. See, if I was Gino, I would have punched her in the face. Yep. No, 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 no. He can't do that. He can't do Man. that. No, I'm just saying, if I was Gino, I would have punched her in the face. Like, seriously. <laughs> it just, Gino can't do I it. Can't I can't believe she said that. She fakes it. I can't. Because they were talking about about well at least you do have orgasms she was like no i don't i fake it yeah I so, like, and she, see i would have punched her in the face yep just because she Gino can't punch her in the face doesn't mean gino can't find somebody that will <laughs> that's right miss donna i can go punch her in the face for him i sure will <laughs> i just i don't understand how she feels any of this is helping her case because Gino's family feels like she's after his money at a great And Gino's party. family's been right all along. And yeah, her behavior is pointing to every single thing his family has said. I have not seen one inaccurate statement from his family based on her behavior. Her behavior is so telling. Like she doesn't have to say what she's trying to do. She doesn't even have to show that she's been cheating, which she is. Her actions all together, the way that she talks nasty to this man like i can't even she hates him right i feel like she has to hate him the way that she talks to him there can't be love in this relationship i think the idea that she has to put up with him to get what she wants is torturing her and she lets yeah. it out through by berating and belittling and and dogging him and it's crazy did you did, did you guys understand what the what the psychologist said that she, she is taking her anger and all of her past issues out on Gino. Mm -hmm. I don't know if y'all caught that. And I was like, you know what that is? She's actually doing that because Gino's always stayed quiet. 
she's got away with it for so long that she's talked to him any way she wanted to. She's treated him anyway. He's always stayed quiet until now. Now he's finally got a backbone. And I like how he stood up even to the psychologist. Yeah. He was like, wait a minute. You need. You don't need to make her feel like she don't need to work on her issues. Yep. She, right. She needs to work on her issues. So she is well, yeah, reason... he's talking about her abandonment issues. Like, no freaking wonder you have abandonment issues. You push everybody away as hard and fast as you can. Yeah, I do feel that her abandonment issues have something to do with the way she treats people. Yeah. And I think it might be because she's so guarded because of her abandonment issues that she she treats people really badly because it's easier to be, feel like you're the one that eliminates them from your life so they weren't the one that yeah. ran away or walked away. So I feel like she definitely is playing a part in why people don't stick around. Yeah. I do believe that. And the therapist, like she said, is not gonna get done in one session. And it can't be couples therapy because Gino has to go back to Michigan, but Jasmine needs to go and work on these issues. And Gino could, you know, stand to go and see somebody too of Michigan, you yeah. know, just so they can work on their issues. Nobody is right here, you know, but yeah. I feel like if we were keeping score, Jasmine is the wronger one, right? Yeah. Like, I mean, we're not keeping right. score. But yeah, she, she's, she digs herself in a hole every, every, every time she opens her mouth, she's digging her a digging herself in a deeper hole. Yeah. Now, Gino, he's done some, some nasty crap. But Jasmine has even he she's out past him. I mean, like past him. Yeah. Like she. There's no. That's why I say I don't like keeping score in relationships because we know Gino sent those pictures and we we know we can't keep score. Nobody's wrong, but Jesus Christ, someone's. Oh, Dormy says she treats Gino like an ATM. She does. She treats him like an ATM machine. She she wants everything. And she doesn't want to give. And I feel like in a relationship, it shouldn't be all give, give, take, take. It should be a mix. Yeah. And it's like everything is, Gino, I want this $3,000 appointment. Or Gino, I want this hair extensions. Gino, I need this. You know, and it's never, well, what is she going to do for Gino? And I guess she's offering up sex, but Gino's not interested because every chance she gets, she makes him feel inadequate yeah. sexually. So it's like the one thing you want to offer him, he doesn't even want it because you don't even say enough nice things to him to even make that enticing. You know, the idea of it for him is just like, well, no, I just kind of want to cry about all the shit you said about me and how I can't do it right. Like, no, I don't want to try it. So right after you could laugh and say, that was worse than before. You know, he's not interested in that. I'm going to write Gino a note and let him know that he can get a hooker so much cheaper and not have any of the drama. I'm pretty sure bad. those are illegal in Michigan. I'm pretty sure. Still, he, <laughs> if he can travel over there to see her, he can travel to Vegas for a week or so. Oh, yeah. He's got he, tons of money. He, so he can, ha he can have all he can handle for a week and then go home with none of the bullshit. Well, we're going to see who married who because who knows? Maybe they're married and they're here. We don't know. I don't want to say too much because they filmed the tell-all this weekend. This, Yeah, this weekend. So if you see any pictures online of who was there, it was in New York. Um, you'll know who actually was there and who wasn't, who was who arrived together and who... Well, if they together, then why is she telling people that she's broke, she don't got no money? 
maybe she signed a prenup. Yeah. Because well, that, that was what I was thinking, because I was like, it could be very possible that after he found out she was cheating on him, he, you know, that's good leverage. Yeah. To get that prenup signed. Like, well, okay. we already know if they got married or if they get married, I, we 99% sure he's going to make her sign a prenup now because oh, yeah. she has shown her true colors. Yeah. He, he's, he has the upper hand. The, the hand is on the ceiling at this point. He can make the rules based on the fact that she's cheating on him and she's been using him and doing all that. Like, it's, it's all out in the open. So if he still marries her, he's got all the leverage he needs to yeah. have a prenup sign. And, you know, she was only damaging everything for herself. Like I said, everything that she's doing is ruining it for herself. Yeah. Treating yeah. him better, not lying to him, not cheating on him. He was already ready to let the prenup go and give her what she wanted, but she couldn't behave herself long enough. Yep. She got that. She got in the building with her ex, and then it's like it just started spiraling, spiraling down. Kill. Yeah. She don't even know how to hide. I mean, she don't even hey, know how to hide stuff. Studio, what month did you find that it happened? I'm just curious. In our was it this year? I heard March. In our so I was just curious. Uh, what did I miss? Oh, um, Studio says that she searched the Orlando County marriage licenses and that's the that's how she knows what happened so I was curious if it was March of this year because that's what I was told wait you didn't find one? Oh, okay hmm. interesting so she said that she searched the county um, that Gino lives in for marriage licenses and she did not find one so I'm interested in knowing what's up with that because but is that is do you know his real name though um we're friends on facebook and his name on instagram and facebook are i mean we're friends too but is I mean, g palazzo yeah but... i don't know i don't know if that's if it's like short for something i'm not a hundred percent sure i don't know oh okay well i know he lives in canton michigan so if you search that county, because you have to file it in the county where your address is. Yeah, you can, you can even look it under her name. It'll come up yeah. that um, well, she's married. I got to know now. Yeah, I, it's interesting because of, oh, his real name is Giovanni, someone said. No, possibly. Yeah, that would be short for Gina. Okay, so I'm, I'm not sure because I was told that she had came here um, this year. So the fact that they're not, I mean, she would have 90 days to get married to him when she arrived, but the 90 days would have passed because I, yeah. I was told it was in that March. would have been what, in, in June? Yeah. That would have been what, last month? Yeah. Now I'm very curious to know because I thought I was aware well, of what was going on. Me and Gino, we're friends, me and Gino's friends on um, Instagram and, um, I have yet to see pictures of them together. Fourth of July. They're under NDA, so they can't post anything. I mean, I know that, but I mean, even on the fourth of July, he was only out with his family. But Whoa. did you see the picture of him in the boat? And then yeah. she was in a boat? Yeah, yeah, I did. And when he went to film this season, I remember when he, he was in the airport. This was last year at some point. 
he posted he was in the airport and then she posted a picture in the airport so i remember when they were filming this when he was going over i want to say it was around christmas time and he was in the airport she was in the airport and i commented on her photo and she commented back she's like oh i'm picking up my my niece or my sister from the airport Bullshit. We know why they were both in the airport on the same day. Like we know what's going on. We're not dumb. Yeah. But I just, I don't know. With the NDA, I know that she was here. But again, she could have been on a tourist visa. You know, it didn't necessarily have to be a K one. But I do know I saw the picture of her here. That's all I know. So this says it's a fee to search marriage licenses in michigan but oh. it's wayne, it's wayne county w-a-y-n-e county in canton michigan yeah why would it be in orlando florida that's what i'm asking um to donna because he lives in canton michigan so why mm -hmm. did i want to know why she thought they were getting married in orlando and even if they did get married in orlando i'm pretty sure you still file your license you still have county to where File where you yes, live, so yeah. You would take. You get married anywhere, but you have to file your license where in the county that you live. Yep. And if they got married in Orlando, I'm gonna be like a little um, offended because I live in Orlando. So, where was my invite? Yeah. I'll be a little bit, a little bit of. Yeah, and I'm right, right down the road from Orlando. Uh, where was right. my invite? Hey, like I'm a little bit offended. So, <laughs> oh, she said I heard possibly they were getting married in Florida. I'm on the other side of the United States and I don't like Jasmine, so I don't give a shit that I didn't get in. <laughs> you wouldn't even go and sit all the way on the back row? Oh, I'd go, I would go. But Carl, and man, you would have to go. We would I have would to show go, our faces. I would go flirt with Gino so hard. Oh, no. Oh, oh no. You You're that person that you invite to the wedding that starts all type of problems. You're that typically, person. <laughs> typically, no. In this case, I would flirt with Rosvon all day, and I would flirt with Gino all day just to stir the pot. See, George, oh. you're not the only one that's petty. We petty, too, okay? okay. I see that. Okay. I thought I was the petty one of the group. Maybe I'm not the petty one of the group anymore. <laughs> How do you spell Oh, my goodness. I'm looking it up if I can. I don't know. I, I heard that in some counties you do have to pay. It's not free. I like it's because three. I'm not paying to find out. Well, yeah, because we were having this conversation about someone else with someone else, and I was we were trying to figure out how you know Amira from Ninety Day Fiance. She's been in America for like going on two years. Yeah. We haven't seen a husband, so everybody was like, "Who is she married to?" Because the the, the rumor is she married David Murphy. From David and Lana, do you remember there was like a bunch of videos of them together in his RV and they were like hugged up on each other. And then, because yeah. she's been here since November of like not last year, but the year Me before. Me too. too, Portuguese princess. Me too. Yeah, and we're trying to figure out because she was in LA with when I was in LA and this was like not last year, the year before. And I saw her then and she's been here. And when we were talking, she was here on a six month visa. So I'm trying to figure out who she married. So if anyone has that information, send me a DM because we, we're we not friends anymore, but I was just curious to know because the rumor is um, she married David Murphy from the David and Lana situation. 
So I'm, I'm curious on that. So if anybody has that information as well, we would love to have that info too. But yeah, if we can figure out if Gino and Jasmine did get married. Hey, is it possible to know if there was a prenup signed on the marriage certificate or is that separate? I think it's separate. Oh, okay. From the certificate. Got it. All right, guys. So... I've never had to find out. so I wouldn't know how to answer that. I haven't either. I don't know. I, I was just wondering if it's like public, but it's. I'm pretty sure you get like a private lawyer to do it, so it doesn't. It probably wouldn't show up on your marriage certificate. That's like a different thing. Yeah. Wait, David on marriage certificate, bitch sign here. <laughs> <laughs> Wait, in Florida, there's a three day waiting period for getting married. I got married in Florida. Three day waiting. That sounds like a gun license. How weird. They want you to be sure you're not marrying the wrong person. I didn't know that. Oh, David was on Tim's live the other night and said he's single. Well, I mean, I think he is single because Amira lives in Los Angeles and he lives somewhere else, I think Vegas. So I'm not, I don't know. That was just a rumor though. So I'm not sure, but I know in order for her to be here, she has to be married to somebody. So I'm just wondering who did she marry? Yeah. yeah. So no telling, no telling whatsoever. All right, guys, so that's it for this episode of the, what was this? The Before the 90 Days, episode eight, George Mossy Show podcast. Thank you to my co-hosts, Kara and Didi. Make sure you're following them. They're tagged in this video and follow me on all social media platforms at George Mossy and on anywhere you get your podcast, type in The George Mossy Show. And we'll be back tomorrow because the other way is back with everyone's favorite couple, Brandon and Mary. So we have a lot more drama to unfold with that tomorrow. So make sure you're ready to get super, super angry. Don't throw anything at your TV. Those are expensive. And we'll see you all tomorrow. Thanks for joining us. We'll talk to you soon. Bye. Bye. Bye.